Yes, welcome in one and all. This is the full 10 yards betting podcast back for the 2023 season. And I'm sure we'll get to Adam and, and Liam very shortly, but degenerates like me, we've already had bets on divisions and stuff. So, you know, training camp around the corner. Uh, we're now middle of July, end of July. Uh, so football uh, is literally just around the corner. I've seen all those uh, lovely alternate throwback uniforms kind of in the in the Twitter feeds and whatnot. So if that if that doesn't get your juices flowing, guys, uh, I don't really know what will. But uh, yeah, back uh, again for another season. Adam, uh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, mate. Yeah, I've had a um, change of jobs. So my uh, research time has significantly dis- diminished, unfortunately. I used to have about four hours a day listening to podcasts. Now it's down to about 20 minutes each way. So it's uh, a little tougher this year, uh, but obviously doing these gets me back into it, back into the flow of things. And yeah, starting with obviously my division, the AFC North is always useful. It's uh, it's the one I pay most attention most attention to. So quite happy to start with that one. And uh, yeah, looking forward to getting back into it. I've not had, I've maybe had one bet so far, and it would have been a free fiver. I've been uh, been keeping my powder clean so far, so to speak. Yeah, Liam, uh, good evening to you, my friend. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Good, thanks. I'm not sure if all the throwback jerseys are, uh, are looking good. That Colts one's looking uh, pretty awful. Typical Colts to have the worst jerseys in the NFL. But, uh, yeah, doing good. I've watched the um, Netflix show Quarterback twice uh, because I'm addicted. So that's good. Um, yeah, and we've got 50 days, I think it is, until football season. So just around the corner. So, yeah, looking forward to talking to uh, you guys tonight. Bit of AFC North as well, so I can uh, take Adam's expertise. <laughs> Yeah, indeed. It's one of the, certainly, uh, we'll, get, we'll get to it very shortly, indeed, but certainly the toughest division for me to find any value or to find, you know, anything that I particularly like, because there's so many, not necessarily moving parts, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on in this division with all the different teams. So, um, so we'll go through team by team. We are starting off with the AFC North. Next up, we'll have the NFC North. And uh, are we doing North, North, South, East, West? Adam, you like to do that? Is that, is that the order we're doing them? Or I, I normally, you do, just, you do I normally just go around. Yeah. You, go, you like going around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, whereas everyone likes, of course, with the Super Bowl champions. Yeah, well, well, everyone everyone likes to do all the AFCs first, and then the AFCs, but we just we tend to be doing it different to everyone else. It's good to be different, isn't it? It's good to be different. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. So let's get going then. AFC North, as you say, Bengals, uh, Bengals, Ravens, Browns, and the Steelers. Bengals won the last two. Browns have never won at the AFC North. Uh, Steelers have won it the most times with 24. Last year, obviously, Cincinnati taking it, Baltimore second, Pittsburgh somehow getting yet another winning season, nine and eight in <laughs> Cleveland. Um, yeah, seven and ten. So let's get into Cincinnati then, guys. Uh, I, I suppose winning the division as was comfortable enough, wasn't it? They cap- capitalised on kind of the tumult at the cute quarterback position. All the all the other teams, Lamar was injured. To Sean's rushing this off a off a uh, off a ban, and then Pickett's kind of hard introduction to the NFL. So, uh, in terms of off season additions and subtractions, I guess Adam, being a Bengals fan, not really too much to report uh, offense wise from the draft, um, and then free agency kind of peering out Irv Smith in. Um, from a betting perspective, how, how are you attacking the Bengals this this off season uh, this this season? I'm much a, more of the same, really. Obviously, every year I come here and I tell him tell us that we're going to do well, and then uh, my pessimism hits and I start worrying about things immediately. Uh, <laughs> this year, there's not really been that many significant changes. Uh, the safeties leaving is going to be could be an issue on the defense, but Luana Remo's proved himself to be a bit of a genius there, and uh, Dax Hill looks like he's got the physical traits that they like to use he's um very maneuverable he can get around the defense so 
I'm fairly confident that side. Obviously, they used the first round pick this year on Miles Murphy, who um, is a pass rusher. Uh, so we've got decent, a bit more up front to go alongside Hendrickson. I think Joseph Adai is going to come on a bit this year after, um, obviously, a fairly miserable into the, the final game of his season last year. <laughs> but um, we'll skip past that one quickly. Um, but no, um, on offense, obviously, they didn't need a whole lot. As you say, P Ryan out. Irv Smith in. Irv Smith, I think in theory, should be an should be an improvement over Hayden Hurst, who's the latest uh, tight end that the Bengals have got paid somewhere else. Um, I don't think he'll do a huge amount in. I think it's Carolina he went to. I think he'll be more like CJ Uzuma, who's hasn't done as much as they maybe people thought in New York. So as for the Bengals, yeah, I think they've they had a solid uh, off season. Obviously, bought in Orlando Brown, who I'm sure Liam will tell us is completely useless anyway. And the Chiefs probably didn't want him. Um, but no, they got him on a fairly team-friendly deal, actually, um, to strengthen up the left tackle position. Uh, Jonah Williams looks like he's not going anywhere, so he'll offer some good uh, pressure on the right-hand side of that line t- with um, Lyle Collins. Uh, yeah, if, if they can keep the people from the offensive line, as they did for most of last season, then they should be uh, pretty well set. Um, hmm. but yeah, basically, just more of the same. Yeah, Adam. Adam's not lost a step. A few jabs and jibes there to Liam early. Early doors. You'd like to see it. Um, I, I didn't go through what the uh, kind of betting from a, a Bengal standpoint is. Six to four favourites to win the division. Eleven point five of the team totals uh, to make the playoffs. Yes, three to ten. Which I guess if you've got a bit of a mortgage and you do fancy the Bengals, that's something you maybe want to attack. And no, eleven to five. Uh, Liam, what do you what do you what do you fancy with the, Beng- the Bengals at this season? Yeah, what's their what's their keys if you want to go overs or if you think they're going to win the division? Uh, yeah, what, what what's your standpoint on the Bengals? Yeah, I think they had quite a better off season. Than I think people thought to be honest, just because they did lose a lot of players but they didn't manage to replenish them. Uh, I think they're probably better now right tackle than they were last year I think Collins was pretty bad <laughs> down the stretch because he suffers with a lot of injuries so uh, in terms of me for the for, for the Bengals like you said I think the odds aren't great 11 and a half is tough they've got uh, the hardest schedule in the division obviously first place schedule um, they've actually got the worst amount of rest so rest advantage so they've got a rest disadvantage the rest of the division have got real nice schedules for rest so a lot of their division games are coming back off off not much rest Thursday nights and stuff like that so there's not really a lot for me, um, but because I fancy the Ravens this year, I guess maybe Bengals to finish second, nine to four, just because I like the Ravens. But um, yeah, I think team total wise, 11's perfect number. They're going to get 12s to 11 wins. So uh, for me, it's more, can I bet on them to finish second just for good value? Because yeah, make the playoffs is not a good bet. Not to make the playoffs, I don't think it's a good bet. I think they'll definitely be one of those teams unless they get a big injury. So for me, it's more, can I go with them to finish second at nine to four? It's probably where, where where I think for them. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a hard one. I say I, I don't think you're going to get a repeat of last season where all three all three of the other teams are severely handicapped either by the quarterback position or you know injuries or or, or what or whatnot. And you've 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 outlined a few things there where it's kind of not in Cincinnati's favour um, in terms of rest and, and whatnot as well. So I think obviously, whilst um, you know, I wasn't expecting the Bengals to be odds on to win the division. I, I certainly expected maybe Baltimore to be a, a, a tiny bit closer in terms of betting. And I know there's a t- the, we'll get to the the Ravens. Actually, let, let's get to let's get to the Ravens because they're only they're two two games back on the win totals. They're nine and a half, uh, eleven to four to win the division. Uh, four to seven to make the playoffs, but um, yeah, not really any excuses for this season unless obviously injuries ha- happen. You know, they've kind of reloaded on offense, they've changed. Is it Ted Monken's there now, isn't he? Um, yep. 
he's not yeah I, I, from the podcast I've listened to he doesn't necessarily have a great record uh, offensively with with his teams or, or points and all the rest of it but uh, Lamar Jackson's obviously signed uh, his contract that was obviously a big question mark they've added save flowers in the draft OBJ in free agency remains to be seen obviously what he um, what he will bring how how often he can bring it uh, in terms of you know staying healthy and, and whatnot so obviously he's he's been he's not been in the league for for a little while uh, and then again injuries injuries just seem to struck them pretty much all of the offence last season, uh, Bateman and, and Dobbins as well. So they're all back. I think, yeah, I think they're the, obviously the, the contenders to the Bengals should everything stay healthy. But uh, Liam, do you, do you think Baltimore, you said um, obviously, uh, was it Baltimore to finish second or Cincinnati to finish second? I can't remember. Like 30 seconds yeah, Cincinnati, then, but... yeah, Cincinnati to finish second, so Baltimore to win the division. So 11-4 yeah. for Baltimore to win the division's better odds than sticking yeah, out. Yeah. Vicinity. So yeah, I, I'm a bit of a Baltimore fan. Adam will tell you in a minute probably that I'm an OBJ fanboy, which is definitely true. Um, he is one of my favourite receivers in the league, so I probably irrationally rate him. But looking at the depth chart, their offence is really good. Their offensive line this year is really good. Obviously, the running backs were all injured last year. They kind of came back week 10, week 11 in some cases. So they're kind of back now, fully healthy. Uh, he's got more weapons than he's ever had. I really think Lamar's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I am a little bit worried about their pass rush. So the Bengals games themselves, it's one of those where it's like, if I bet Baltimore to win the division, I'm probably going to bet Cincy to win those games as like a cover, just because I am worried that, that, that if they can't touch Joe Burrow, then they're not going to be able to win those games. So yeah, but they all seem to find a pass rusher with like a week week before the season, it feels like with them. But yeah, their offense is the best. And then Monk, Monkman... Um, not amazing in the NFL, but in college football, he had a really good offense. Like they throw the ball deep down the field, which is what Lamar did at Louisville as well. So I am quite hopeful that if two of the three receivers can stay healthy, they'll be good. <laughs> but Zay Flowers, small receiver, Bateman injured all the time. Odell's been injured most of his career. Aguilar was injured a lot last year. So it's a bit of a worry, but I just think the odds there are too, they're too good, really. So I think them to win the division... We'll talk about best bets at the end, but I've got a different one for, for Baltimore. Um, mm. But yeah, I think for me, the value is too good for them to, to win the division to not take it. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be, Adam, there's going to be plenty of, of punters in the situation where it's like they don't really, they don't necessarily want to bet against Cincinnati, but they want to get on the, the Ravens. Would it be better maybe to do over over nine and a half on the on the win total rather than maybe backing them to the division? Obviously, it's a, a coin flip in terms of in terms of odds, but you can still have Baltimore win the division or not even win the division, but still get the over, so to speak. So I don't know. How, how, how would you do it if you are Ravens lover doing? Would you just take the division or would you be worried enough about the Bengals to maybe do the overs on the on the win total instead? I'd, I'd probably be taking the division. Obviously, you, the win totals, the problem is that they're 8-11, to 10-11. to 11. You obviously need to put a little bit more down to get a decent return, whereas winning the the division bet is obviously better value, potentially. Um, we, we've we not even mentioned Laquan Treadwell somehow. I don't, I don't know how we've managed <laughs> to be being on, being on the roster, former, former first-round pick. Um, but no, they, they've finally given their QB a little bit of help, so it'll be interesting to see how they do this year. Um they are, as as you guys have said, if they keep healthy, they are a very good team. And I, I love J.K. Dobbins. So it'll mm. be um, if they can get him healthy through all the way through summer and give him a decent camp, then he should come out of the blocks uh, running. And um, obviously they've got Mark Andrews, who's probably second, third, probably uh, definitely top five uh, tight end in the league. And he's always going to be there. Um, so, yeah, from, from what Liam was saying, going over in the Bengals versus Ravens game seems like it'll be the sensible thing because yeah. if they can't touch Burrow and the Ravens have got a better offense than ever, then 
you're looking at 40, 40 points each by the sound of it. So uh, they'll be they'll be very fun games to watch. Hopefully, um, yeah, I, I I don't mind Odell. I think it remains to be seen what he's got left. But last we saw him, essentially, was the Super Bowl, and he he looked pretty good in that before he got injured. So it'll be um, interesting to see how he comes back for a new team. Um, I am still looking at under thirty four hundred passing yards for for uh, Lamar Jackson though. It's significantly more than he's ever had, and he he, he gets injured. So. Um, I'm not. I'm not overly confident that he's going to hit 4,000, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. I, I think personally, I would be going for the division win over the over under personally. But um, yeah, I, I mean, they they should in theory get to 10 wins. Yeah, that was my thing. I'd, yeah, I, I mean, I'd probably be surprised if they didn't get to double digits. But like I say, you know, you can't account for injuries and stuff. But all things being equal, I think um, double digits is just a shame you can't double or treble or accumulate these uh, team, win, team win totals up anymore. But never mind. Um, okay, let's move over to Cleveland then again. I don't know about you guys, but I've not really heard anything from the Cleveland side of thing, in, either in the news. I don't know if that's because they're still putting a bit of a hush because of the Deshaun Watson stuff that's going on, but I've, I've heard barely anything uh, in terms of their chances or hype. Or, you know, again, maybe it's just that maybe that was a, a couple of years ago now and it's all kind of faded out and no one cares about the Browns again anymore. But sorry, Sean. Um, yeah. <laughs> Off season, off season again. It's been a, a bit, a bit quiet. Large Moore's obviously come in. One Thornhill from KC, um, and they obviously didn't have a lot in the draft, uh, not a lot of draft capital this year. And again, out, outwards, uh, out the door is Kareem Hunt. He's not coming back. And yeah, again, I've just not really been too much um, noise from in in the Cleveland ranks. Um, and it's a, it's a really hard team to judge. Obviously, Deshaun Watson. We saw bits of him last year. Obviously, we saw the rustiness. He's got an off season. Um, and it, you could argue from a betting standpoint, this is where you can get a bit of value. You know, if you can project or you you have confidence that you think Deshaun Watson's going to be the old, um, you know, playmaking Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans, then, you know, what their, uh, let's see what their, their win total of nine and a half, I, you know, again, you might want to go for that. They're 92 to win the division, uh, four, to six to, four to six to make the playoffs, which was a bit, a bit surprising considering all the rest of it is, uh, all the rest of the prices that, that they've got as well. But um, mm. it's one of those where, you know, we've always say that the edge you, the edge you can get on the bookies is where you have more information or more kind of conviction than maybe what the the, the, bet, the, um, the bookies are, are kind of offering out there. So, Adam, I don't, what, what do you make of, of Cleveland and, you know, what, what, how, how would you attack Cleveland? I, I'm pretty much the same as you, to be honest. Yeah, as you say, they've had a very quiet, seemingly a quiet off-season. They brought in Zedaria Smith as well at pass rush, so that adds a little bit more um, opposite Miles Garrett. They always seem to beat the Bengals, so week one, I'm expecting <laughs> uh, the Browns, Browns to win that one, which is uh, going to be annoying. But I, it all depends on Deshaun Watson, as you say. It's it's all whether he can still do it. And from what we saw last year, he's he was past it. But as you say, with a full summer, then, who knows? And it's all going to be. I mean, we won't even really get to see him preseason, I'd imagine. So, frankly, we're probably not going to know until week one whether he's any good on it yet, on uh, again or not. Um, Dearness Johnson is a decent enough uh, running back. He's filled in well when he's needed to, and they've said they're going to give Nick Chubb more through the air as well. He should be catching more this year. Um, and frankly, he's probably going to get a heck of a lot of the ball this year. So, he's um, he's one I'll be looking for in um, stat lines for the year. But yeah, I. I I would have to take the unders on anything for them. I I just can't I can't be buying that Sean Watson's going to come back to what we think he was from what three years ago, four years ago. It's it's quite a while ago now. So yeah, for me, I'm I'm down on them, but 
again, it might just be because we've not heard much. Yeah, and no, I agree. I mean, I'm, I'm slightly surprised. Let's say it's nine and a half, and I think the bookies maybe don't want to take any overs um, on on Cleveland, but just an, I think eight and a half is probably maybe more of a realistic uh, bookie line for in my in my opinion. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult. Liam, what do you make of it? Yeah, strange because some of the podcasts that, that I listen to are raving about their chances and. When you look at the roster, you can kind of see why. If you take away them, obviously the most important position, which is big question marks. But um, they got Dalvin Tomlinson as well. He's played for the the Vikings on a massive contract. Stop the run. Obviously last year they couldn't stop the run at all. Um, and I know obviously the Bengals passed the ball quite a bit, but in the division as a whole, it's a lot of running. So if you want to win divisional games, you got to stop the run. It seems like they've kind of gone all out to do it. Um, but yeah, like you both said, a lot of it is just going to come down to, to Watson. He's got a good offensive line. The weapons are good. I like Cedric Tillman in the draft. I liked him a lot. wanted him to come to the Chiefs. So um, a lot of it's going to fall down to Watson. Uh, and anyone in the group chat who knows me knows that this is probably not actual betting advice because I just hate the Browns. <laughs> so uh, I'm probably low on the Browns. So I'd say six to five them to make not make the playoffs. It's pretty good odds. Uh, there's probably, I don't know. 10 teams fighting for those spots, 11 maybe. Um, and I just think that so much could go wrong with them. They're very much win now, so they could make another trade because uh, in two years, they've still got negative cap space. That's how bad that the Sean Watson contract is. Um, so they're, they're all in to win it this year. But for me, I think probably six to five no on playoffs is the best. I'd love to say them to finish fourth, but I think the roster's maybe too good for that. But yeah, no playoffs for me, I think, for the Browns. Yeah, for, yeah, for me, like with Sean Watson, I'm just going to take a wait and see approach. I mean, they can you can bet if you if you want to, if you're that way inclined, but yeah, I'm not I'm not willing to to bet that they're going to get double digit wins. Or I'm not going to bet like I say it's a, it's a hotly contested. This was the NFC, different story maybe with with wild card yeah, implications. Yeah. But I just think when push comes to shove, Cincinnati and Baltimore are better than them, and we yeah, and they're in the same division. So it, from that standpoint, yeah, I guess six six to five for no uh, playoff football, which they kind of used to anyway these days. Isn't it? So yeah, we're not doing, we're not we're not we're not hurting anybody because it's not it's not changing anything from the norm, is it? I was surprised uh, to see they never won the division. By the way, that's probably me just not knowing the North well enough. But when I read the rundown, I was like they've never won it. I was shocked at that. So uh, it's, it's yeah, sorry, Tony <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Uh, talking of things that don't change, we often, like I mentioned earlier in the pod, Pittsburgh Steelers and winning records in uh, in seasons, but they are the four favourites for the North, 13-2. to two. Uh, Win total is eight and a half. Just shows you how competitive this uh, division is as well. Let's say all teams are um, eight, eight wins and above. So, uh, yes, five to four to make the playoffs, four to seven to not make the playoffs. Everyone's obviously expecting a second-year jump forward from Kenny Pickett, who struggled behind a, a really bad, turgid offensive line last season. Obviously, they've um, made made moves to improve that in the draft. Um, and, yeah, I, I think with the team uh, slated for for bigger improvement, uh, do we do we think that the lines or the, the total went eight and a half and – are kind of already baking in the improvement that they're, they're kind of assumed that they're, they're going to step into, or is it a case of again wait and see from from Kenny Pickett and before we can kind of believe in them, Adam? Uh, oh, yeah, I thought you were going, Liam. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm very happy that the Steelers are so happy with Kenny Pickett because I don't think he's going to be anything above average in this league. So I'm very chuffed that they are very they're keeping him and doing what they can. Um, offensive line somehow apparently is ranking better than the Bengals. Um, they brought in, um, obviously, Broderick Jones in the draft. Isaac Samalu, who's a very, he's a decent, decent enough player from the Eagles. 
And yeah, they've strengthened a bit there. They obviously bought in um, a couple of decent veterans with um, Patrick Peterson and Alan Robinson. They have an adequate duo in Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. But yeah, they, they are, I, I do think, frankly, I, I, a weird bit of um, hope for them. I, I do think they're going to be better than the Browns this year, to be honest, because that's how low I think the Browns are. Um, but it will be very interesting. It's yeah, frankly, I, I have no idea how they're going to do. Um, it all depends on that offensive line, which, is, as you say, was terrible last year. So if they can get that going a little bit better, um, protect Pickett, who lived up to his name with all his interceptions last year, then we'll see. But um, they like to take risks on players with with worries in the draft. And they got Dino Washington quite late on, who was hyped quite early, but he's, he had knee issues, I think, and they'll let him drop. So they may have a decent player there as well. So they're doing what they do. They picked up decent players in the draft. They've had a decent offseason and they'll probably be around eight wins because that's what the Steelers do. So I definitely won't be taking the unders because I say that every year. They are terrible every year and somehow they always get to nine nine wins. So yeah, I won't be betting anything on them, frankly. But I, I, if I was really forced guns in the head, I'd have to say over eight and a half because it's Mike Tomlin and it's the Steelers. What was it? Was it last season where they were like four, like four or five wins off for of five hundred, and they just went on a run? Or was it the season before? I can't remember if it was. Yeah, last year, pick it, and they they managed to get about three or four one-score wins towards the end of the season last year, yeah, and managed to yeah. scrape out the winning record, which in the end didn't actually hit the hurt them in the draft because they still got the offensive lineman that they are after. After Bill Belichick did a little bit of sneakiness to screw over the Jets. Yeah, you love to see it. Uh, Liam, how about, like I say, do you think with regards to, to Pittsburgh, there's any value here or do we think that they're kind of baiting at what their, their, maybe their ceiling is? Or Yeah, I think they're getting, I think they're getting a kind of higher set of win total-wise, eight and a half because of who the coach is, I think. I don't think that's probably the true value of the team. So I'm a little bit similar to Adam where it's really hard to find anything to bet for them. Um, they've actually got the, I think, the eighth easiest schedule and like a top 10 rest advantage as well. So um, schedule makers have been pretty kind to them as well. Um, so, yeah, but for me, if I had to do something, maybe I'd go them to finish third as a kind of slight hate on the Browns. That's five to two. Um, but, yeah, win total-wise, the bookies have set out the perfect amount, so I just think it's too risky. Um, I'm not a Kenny Pickett believer. I have, do think the rest of the roster is better than it was last season. I think the offensive line is better. Secondary is probably better because they've got Joey Porter as well. Um so yeah, but for me, I'm not a picket believer, so I'd stay away and just say maybe third place at five to two is okay odds. But yeah, I don't think the win totals or the playoffs is, is worth betting. Fair enough, and obviously because it's a position, a division full of full of stars, and I know I kind of keep you on your toes a little bit here. But has anyone looked at maybe kind of a regular season kind of not awards? What's the yeah the leaders the leaders stuff? So like you know joe burrow passing leader or nick chubb for rushing leader or anything like that. does anyone fancy anything like that Adley, any any looks at all before i before i round off the division yeah i don't fancy um i think i bet chubb last year i don't fancy as much this year because i think that they really had to dumb the offense down because of watson you know missing so much time because he couldn't really practice either i do think they're going to throw the ball more this year so the only one for me is not not a leader it's actually is an award is that it does feel like it'd be hard going for them to give mahomes MVP again, so it's probably going to be one of the three of Burrow, Allen, and Herbert. So, but for me, that's probably when you wait till the season. You know, if Burrow has maybe an average first game, his odds will get better after week one. It's such a fluid market, but yeah, Burrow MVP is probably the the only real kind of area for me on that one. 
you know, he will have an average first game. As I say, we're playing the Browns, so it will. <laughs> it won't be a pretty first game for the Bengals, I'd imagine. I, I don't mind personally the seven to one on Nick Chubb uh, being leading Russia. I think that's, that's that's decent enough for me. With obviously running down all around the league, we know that he's a bell cow back, and the Titans aren't going to be good. So that that downgrades Derek Henry a bit. Josh Jacobs probably won't get the the load that he got last year, so that downgrades him for me personally. Saquon, he's going to miss most of at least the start of camp because he's holding out because of the franchise deck thing. Oh, he's not so, turning up too much. He's not, I, don't even, he, I don't think he's going to turn up week one either, personally. But I, I think he will because the, the, it's like Royal Mail going on strike. They, they have nothing to stand on. It's the, the, the company don't care. So I think they'll just ignore it and he, he's not going to get anything better than... Apparently, he was offered $10 million a year before and turned it down. So he's, he's probably made his mistakes and he's got to live with them now, unfortunately, because... RBs don't get paid, but um, yeah, um, for me, Nick Chubb seven to one was the only one I had for most rushing yards. I'd love Joe Burrow MVP, but I can't be betting that because, as you said, it's a very tough division. I think really you need to be in the top two or three of teams, and if the Bengals are one or two seed this year, then they 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 deserve all the respect in the world because um, the division is incredibly tough. They, there's no walkovers in this one. What about um, Miles Garrett, seven to one defensive player of the year? Anyone who supports the Browns always bangs on that he's never won it, even though he's like they they think he's the best pass rusher in the league. Do you think there's any value there, seven to one? I think Parsons is seven to one as well. TJ Watt, eight to one. I think Garrett's probably good odds there, but yeah, as a Cowboys fan, you probably disagree to. No, Parsons was I thought was unlucky not to win it last year. So if he has a similar season this year, I think they they, they the media love him, don't they? And the, obviously, Cowboys, they do. yeah, you know, I don't think it would take much for him, you know, get anywhere near what he did last season. You might even have a bit of improvement in him, and um, yeah, because that defense is yeah, it's very rare to see a Cowboys defense that's decent. Like ever since I started following the Cowboys, my God, they've been dog shit. But it's actually nice <laughs> to see, refreshing to see a, a, a good Cowboys defense. But yeah. <laughs> I might chuck him. I might chuck him in an echo or two for defensive uh, defensive player. Nice. But yeah, there we go. Right, let's round off. Then. Let's get your best bets and let's get your predictions for the AFC North. Then let's start off with your best divisional bets, uh, Liam. Yeah, so there's one that you mentioned earlier. I think Baltimore over nine and a half is probably my best bet. Um, I can't see them not winning ten games. Uh, they did it last year over Lamar, missing most of the season. Uh, so yeah, I think they can do it this year. So yeah, I'll go Baltimore over nine and a half. Adam. Um, I did have a bet for each team in a division, so I had Bengals under 11.5 because it's the highest win total in the league, and I, as I say, it's a tough division, so as sceptical as I am every year, I think I'll go under on that one. Uh, under three 3,400 passing yards for Lamar Jackson, uh, it's about even money, 5-6-ish. to six -ish. Um, For the Browns, I did have them finishing bottom, which links with what Liam was saying earlier, it's 5-2 to two for the Browns to finish fourth. And I think it's around the same odds for Steelers, obviously, to finish third because that, that matches that out. And yeah, it wasn't a, so basically, best bet for the whole division. I don't really have one, to be honest. Um, no, yeah, as I say, you've just given me three, and I've, re I've started yeah. typing them all down. I'm like, well, which one is it? <laughs> um, no, if anything, I'd have to go Lamar under 3,400 just because it is a significant jump from where he's ever been. I know they're meant to be more passing this year, and I know that they've got more weapons, but. He has been injured. He's missed games in the last couple of seasons. That might just be because he didn't want to play because he was pissed off with the contract situation. But it's it, it's a worry for me. Obviously, you always lean under on these big long totals over the year. And yeah, that's one that I, I noted. So 
Lamar Jackson under 3,400. There we go. And I'll round us off with Cleveland not to make the playoffs at 6-5 as I think it runs. Uh, like I say, shouldn't be odd, maybe should be odds, odds on rather than odds against. But uh, yeah, that is going to round it up then for the AFC North. We'll be back next time with the NFC North. Don't forget, uh, you can follow us at Full Ten Yards on the Twitter uh, at underscore Liam Horsley, who I saw has a blue tick, and at Touchdown Tips for Mister Adam Wolford. Uh, obviously, if you follow, if you go to over to full, uh, full Ten Yards, obviously that's where you can find out week one. We're going to have a bit of a party. Hopefully, you can come and join us. Uh, in Birmingham, I'll be there. Adam will be there. Liam, are you coming? You coming I'll be there. Birmingham? Yeah, yeah, we'll all yeah. be there. So you can you can tell us how crap we are at, at betting, and also, yeah, as you can see, well, cover cover the cover the uh, the number up there, Adam. Cover the one. I was gonna, I was going to get to it. Um, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a brand man after all. I'm a company man. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Some of those that maybe we have your email addresses, you may have received an email to say that we are working hard on a, on a season guide as well. So, uh, yeah, you can get your pre-orders uh, ready for that as well. So as we, as we look forward to the new season, loads of loads of good work by the team here at Full 10 Yards. I've, I've seen some pictures, I've seen some pages and, and whatnot. And Josh, uh, as also as always, does a, a fabulous job. But yeah, you come and join us. Uh, come, come, come and join us in, in Birmingham if you, if you can. But at the very least, come and join us next time where we will talk about the, uh, what are we talking about next? NFC North, NFC North next. So uh, thanks for joining. See you soon.